Hello, everyone. My name is Edith, also known as the Lady E, and welcome to the Lady E Effect podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. For those that have seen some of my episodes before, we have been interviewing a lot of amazing people. We've had a lot of amazing men. We have just one woman so far, but we're going to set the record straight and introduce this lovely lady here. So tell us who you are and tell us what you do. First of all, thank you, Lady E, for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be here. Um, my name is Chris Crystal, aka Smart Video Girl, and I am a creative and influential visionary who shows up authentically and empowers others to think and live their best lives. So that's me in a nutshell. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on our platform. We really appreciate you. Um, as we were just sharing with the audience, uh, we've had, again, a lot of amazing speakers. Shout out to all of those that have come to bless the platform. We're very appreciative, especially in this crazy world. Time is something that's super, super precious. So I just wanted to definitely acknowledge them. Um, as far as today, um, we definitely want to get some more ladies on the mic and tell it like it is. So we're going to go ahead and dive right into it. Um, I have some questions for you and I know you got the answers. So um, one of the first things I definitely wanted to get into is identity, right? So when you think about identity, right, especially the power of identity, how would you identify that? Um, if you notice, I started my introduction with um, telling you who I am, um, saying, stating that I am a creative and influential visionary. Identity is very important because identity creates purpose. When you know who you are, when you are um, become intentional about your being, then you're able to walk in purpose. You know, but uh, a lot of times we a lot of times we don't know who we are. We can't identify who we are. And I, I do a workshop with this where I help people identify their, um, I call, call them authenticity statements. It just helps you to resonate with who you were created to be. Um, there is something special and unique about each person on this planet. And when you are able to identify that and to speak it in words, using that I am, the power of I am, then you are, you start to walk in purpose. You start to move in a different way. It gives you a level of confidence. It gives you a level of uh, assurance that you uh, may not have had. And, and, and I know that because I've received feedback from um, people who've gone through the workshop and who's, who've said, I've never thought about myself like, like that. You know, there's like they never thought about who they were. They they identified clearly as their name or they identified clearly as a role that they play, maybe in a job or in a home. But it really is important to identify what is your gifts and talents? What is it that you contribute to the world? What is your purpose? And when you can do that, um, that is a really, that is a powerful thing to, to know who you are and to be able to speak it. Absolutely. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, identity is something, like you said, 
a lot of times it's identified by what's your career, what's your job, are you a business owner? Um, that's not who we are. That happens to be what we do. Um, and I think a lot of times we combined that question and we facilitate answers that kind of leaves us in like identity crisis. <laughs> and it, it puts us in places that, you know, we really shouldn't be, right? So speaking of that, if I can kind of shift a little bit, I believe all of this connects. Um, a lot of times when it comes to identity, we talk about labels, um, you know, wife, mother, sister, um, brother, son, husband, um, child, kids, right? Um, adulting, um, disability, special needs, um, a lot black. of, exactly, black, white, um, middle class, there's just so many labels, right? So when it comes to labels, how would you say labels has an impact on our society? Um, one of the things that I truly believe is that, and know for a fact, is that labels are limitations. Labels put us in boxes. Um, if you are, you know, we and we can wear a chain of labels. You know, you would be, you've heard the, the term angry black woman. That is a label and it, it's plastered on <laughs> any and every um, woman who may have characteristics that look like that. Um, even so when you think about religion, you know, um, if you're a Christian, you operate this way, if you're a Muslim, you're, it, the labels limit us and it, it kind of groups us into this thing where we have to now conform to what society says based on what that label is. So labels really do limit you. And again, going back to the power of identity, if we are all created uniquely, if we all have a special gift and talent that is like no other, having similar labels limits us. It limits who we are and it limits what other people see us as. So that is really, I think, more important than anything is um, when you wear a label, even if it is as simple as mother. You know, I'm, I am I am a mother, you know, and I do. Um, but that is not that's not who I am. I, mm -hmm. Something that I do that is a role that I occupy here. <laughs> um, but that is not who I am. I mean, before I was a mother, you know, saying who was who was I before I was a mother? That's the case because I didn't become a mother to her. So until then, who was I? And who you are in your essence when you are can identify that carries that's like at the soul of that's at the, the core essence of who you are. But as you grow and as you develop, you may go in and out of quote unquote labels. You know, uh, you may, I have a degree in a business and I also have a degree in digital cinematography. There's no box for me. There's no label for that. Mm -hmm. You know, so, uh, and I don't put myself, I don't allow myself to be labeled in that way. So you have to be mindful. I think people have to be mindful that they are aware of the labels that they um, subscribe to, ascribe to. Who are you saying? And is it, is it what someone else is telling you that you are? Or is that who you truly 
identify with at the core essence because some people are um, at their core essence mothers you know that is part of their essence of who they are and what they bring to this world you know and even as a mother I mean I love my kids unconditionally but who I am as a person is that creative vision you know um, so being mindful of the label that you wear making sure it's not a manufactured label mm -hmm. <laughs> making sure it's not a manufactured label and it is a label given to you by god that because that label is going to be unique it's not going to be a made in china label you know what i'm saying where it's duplicated this is going to be an original authentic label that is yours and the the thing with that is it's not a really a limitation. It's more like an exclusivity when you wear that label because that is you and that is what gift and the talent and what um, purpose you serve on this on this earth. Well, amen to that because, you know, these questions, these responses are, they're, they're really in sync. Um, we can't talk about identity without, in a sense, talk about labels. Um, I agree with you. I, I say this a lot all the time, especially when it comes to parents. We have to understand mothers are women before their mothers, right? And fathers are men before their fathers. And that can mean a lot of different things. So like you said, this is not who you are. This is a, a part Um this is a role. This is a role that um, are the characteristics of your identity, but not specifically your identity. And I think a lot of times in society, we get very lost, right? And fluctuated in labels. Because when once people or a person does not fit the criteria of what labels provide, then they don't fit in. They, they don't realize it's not about fitting in. You can stand out without even trying to fit in, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I agree with you because having the experience of working with special needs children and just people in general, a lot of times there was confusion when I was a child because I really didn't understand why they said special needs is disability or normal kids are normal because everybody has pros and cons everybody has some type of strength let alone weaknesses so it's unfortunate because i had this struggle a lot of times when i work with children you know i always had an amazing relationship with my clients and their families the frustration was the labeling um i completely agree with you it 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 really put so much limitation on them and it really does put you in a box because, you know, we got to remind ourselves the caterpillar and the butterfly are still the same. They're just different versions of the same being, right? So a lot of times, you know, as babies crawl and they learn the, the value of crawling because you can't walk without crawling and moving first, then, you know, you realize they don't need labels, right? They don't need labels to teach them how to walk. It's just the guidance and support and laying examples of this is how you can walk. There's other ways, but you know, 
I'm not putting you a box to make you feel like this is the standard. This is this is stamp. This is what it is. So it's important to understand what identity means. It's important to understand that labels are probably, that's probably not the proper word we should use, right? When it comes to labels, because what we're really trying to say is what our identity is and what are the layers of our identities because we humans are like onions there are multiple layers to us and whether you get closer or farther away that's still a form of us whether it's meant to follow us moving forward or not but labeling has such a more or less negative connotation because i think we just focus more on okay well if i have these categories these labels and these characteristics and these categories, you know, this is where I belong. When And a lot of times the people that are placed or in these positions, they don't know what their identity is. And I think a lot of times, especially when it becomes, when it comes to business owners and entrepreneurs, especially in industries that we're in, it's really frustrating because people get so focused on you know, the money, the power, the success. And a lot of times, even when we talk about careers, you know, careers is another form of labeling, right? Because if you say that you're in contracting or you're in real estate or you're doing technology or you're doing documentaries, there's so many ways to just say, oh, well, I do project management, so this is who I am. When that just happens to be a role that you play until otherwise, right? So it's just crazy because we don't realize um, a lot of times how much we limit ourselves when we label things that society, society just teaches, oh, this is the norm. This is just what people do. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, I feel like especially for children, it causes a lot of confusion for sure. It definitely does. And I want to add something to that because, you know, we're talking about roles, but um, I want to include feelings in that. Um, you, when you talk about the uh, power of identity, um, you're talking about using that very powerful statement, I am. And one of the things, um, you're talking about labels as well. We label, we have a tendency in society to label ourselves as our feelings. Um, so for instance, I am depressed. Mm. I am, I, I am sad. I, even the, even the so quote unquote good ones, you know, we, we label ourselves these things and, um, we almost start to embody them as well, mm -hmm. um, because we have to place that label of I am on it. So it's very important and something that I encourage people to do, especially when you're talking about feelings is to not use I am, um, instead use something I feel. I feel depressed. Mm. I feel sad. I feel happy. Mm. Um, and I think that is very, just as important, especially if you're talking about a day-to-day -day thing, but you know, the, we're talking about the broad label of, you know, identity, but when you use I am, you, you identify yourself. And so we have people who say I'm depressed and they stay depressed. They stay in a depressed state because yeah. they have declared I am depressed versus I feel depressed 
um, I'm and I'm in a depressed state. I'm in a depressed state. Yeah. There is the the power of using I am is very important. And I think the identity is in the I am. And so whatever follows after that becomes who you are. And it's important to be mindful of what you're saying about yourself in, in all ways, what you do, what you how you feel, all of it is important. So be cognizant of what follows the very powerful statement of I am. I completely agree. And I appreciate you sharing that. I'm sure the audience is learning a lot. Um, a lot of times we're brainwashed to think this is what it is, right? When in reality, there's facts and there's truth, right? And those are not the same <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not, this is not the same. And, you know, it starts at such a young age. And this, I believe this is why a lot of people do experience depression. Of course, generational curses, trauma, you know, unexpected experiences that you've been exposed to. Of course, these things can lead to depression as well, as well as, you know, anxiety, stress, things that similar to substance um, can be very detrimental and dangerous to humans, right? And individuals, but you know, when we get so focused on labeling, whether you're wearing the label, and that can mean a double meaning. It could be the label of a, a, a designer, or it could be the label of an attitude, or it could be the label of a mindset. How we label ourselves um, is detrimental, but how we identify ourselves allows us to get reconnected to the truth, right? So the Bible is the perfect version because, you know, God teaches us how to speak to him. He teaches us how to speak about ourselves. I can do all things, right? I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do all things, not because of myself. I can do all things because of the creator within me and the creator that shows me the power of his creation all over, right? So, you know, when we learn how to articulate and really understand that death and life are in the power of our tongues, then it will probably change a lot of things that unfortunately we still experience as society, especially people of color, right? Because a lot of times we have unnecessary division because we say I am in places where we shouldn't. We use levels of limitation to identify who we are and say that that's our identity, you know? And, you know, that's what causes a lot of division versus unity. So I appreciate you sharing all of what you have, especially when it comes to um, parenting, when it comes to careers, when it comes to this transparency. Um, and you said something super important, especially when it comes to saying, I am depressed versus, you know, I am in a depressive state, right? Because that's giving you the understanding that this is a temporary, a temporary space. It could be a couple of days. It could be maybe a few years. It could be a couple of months. This is not the destination, this is just the journey and the steps on the way to the destination. So it's important that we remind 
ourselves what God taught us in the word. Um, God is the word, right? Um, I believe it's the book of John chapter one. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So that's letting you know it was his words that spoke life into all existence. So as we as men and women being created in his likeliness and image, we have the word. We we have the formula of how to identify ourselves, let alone the creations of what has been created around us. So I appreciate this conversation because I don't think we have this conversation enough. And it's important for us to know that identity is not what they tell us it is. And we need to take back our authority and understand that identity and authority and authority are, are, are in a lot of sense synchronized, right? So I appreciate that, you know, it's, it's important to have these conversations because it changes our perspective. And when our perspective, perspective changes, um, our behaviors change, right? So like it said, faith without works is dead, right? So, you know. Perspective is key. Um, you said that's one thing just for think about uh, using our using our words and using the power of uh, the tongue. Um, and again, a lot of it is like programming. We are like autopilot in the words. And it's not, I mean, it's taught in school. It's English. It's, you know, we're taught to use I am. Mm-hmm. That's how we're taught to speak. Mm -hmm. So there is this disconnect kind of in the um, in what we're thinking. So again, and one of, one of my superpowers, I say, is the ability to perceive, the, the ability to change our perception on how we see things. Because mm -hmm. once you start to change your perspective, then you can understand greater how powerful it is when you say I do. Mm -hmm. then that that is true so I, i'm glad that you got and i'm actually glad that you brought that up as well because literally with what you just said too it takes away the opportunity for blind spots to be there right because a lot of times you know our perspective is kind of like when you put on glasses and take them off right and then there's like layers to like what type of glasses okay this can make you see too close this can make you too far you know just kind of like that magnifying glass like it may or may not mean that because you see closer or farther you have the proper perspective right mm -hmm. so like choices it's like we say we talk a lot about making better choices but maybe what we're trying to say is making alternative or different choices right <laughs> so <laughs> you can only make the choices based on where you are you know we say make better choices but you can only do what you what you have been privy to see what your perspective is and so if you are and that's why it's important a lot of times, especially in our communities, is that a lot of us have not had the opportunity to get outside of our community. Yes, we yes. Having seen things outside of our corners, our four corners. So we don't know what other choices there are to make. So the choices that we're making are the 
are probably the best from where we are sitting right now. And so in order to make better choices, we have to have more opportunity. We have to have expanded um, perceptions. We have to have expanded views of what is what else is out there. And so it's very, you know, and, and that's important for the person who's saying make better decisions to the, you know, to the person who you have to, in some in some instances, now you put yourself in that person's shoes. What is their choice base? Do they have, do they even know what choice you're talking about? You have a whole different base of choices that you can make based on your experiences and your perception and how you see the world. And they haven't seen the world. They only know what they have seen and they haven't been exposed to anything else. So therefore they, they're making a choice based on what they know. And so instead of um, encouraging people to make better choices, show them maybe what are some of the other choices that they can make. I completely agree. Yeah. Again, words carry life. Um, you know, it's like we're planting a seed. You can't really grow a harvest with soda <laughs> on a seed. <laughs> <You know. laughs> so, and, and not even just water, but the duration of how you pour it in the seed and understanding what the seed needs, right? Like a child, you learn how to nurture a child. You don't treat every child the same, but you love them all unconditionally. So understanding our words have seeds, our words when we, you know, plant them, when it comes out of our mouth, it can go in either direction. So I appreciate this conversation because as men and women, color, no color, but as children, we have to understand even more why it's a necessity, right? why it's a necessity to be honest with ourselves, you know, use the word to guide us, right? And not try to think we know everything. We don't know anything, but understanding what it means to really just live versus exist, right? Those are those are two totally different worlds um, to live in. So, with that being said, um, as the audience knows, um, quite a lot of men we have um, spoken to on this platform. Um, it's really important for men and women to share uh, their perspectives, their experiences, their stories, their testimonies, some of the things that they've been exposed to, because a lot of times there's people that may not be heard or may not feel like they've been heard. So a lot of times when we speak, we don't realize that we may be speaking to someone that may be forgotten about. So as a woman, um, as a woman of color, but as a woman, how would you say, how would you describe what it means to be a woman from your perspective? Um, what does it say? So <laughs> It says, so, so so interesting. <laughs> um, what does it mean to be a woman? To me, it to a woman has a very unique, uh, well, a, a very unique gift that she brings to the dynamics of this of this world. Um, 
the, the feminine energy of a woman, the nurturing of a woman, um, I think is what is needed. That's what I embody as a woman, learning to be, um, learning to be loving, nurturing, supportive in very healthy ways. Mm. I think that I want to make sure I say that. Yeah. Um, that's the true essence of a woman too is to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because women, we do give so much. It is part of who we are. It's part of our makeup to give so much. But we have in a society that is now dominated to, we have learned to just give, give, give and not replenish. So as a woman, it is very important to understand the role of self-care and nurture for self. That same energy that I give to my kids, the same energy that I give to my community, is the same energy that I give to myself. And I think that is key for women of any, any, any culture, especially Black women. It's very important that we understand because again, I started this with talking about labels and that angry Black woman that angry black woman label comes from the inability for us to nurture ourselves, mm. to how we really feel, what's really going on with us. Because when we're able to do that, then we have so much more to do. It's just part of who we are. We do it on E. So to be able to fill our own cups, to really tap into who we are, to, to, to understand that we are, we are the ones who pass down at a very, at a very cellular level, the trauma from generation to generation because these, these kids come to us. When we understand that, then we can understand that it is vital that if we want to curb some of this, that we take care of ourselves. And really, the buck really does. It, it's a, it's a, it sounds like a huge burden, but when you think about taking care of yourself, it's, it becomes more freeing. Because again, it's part of who we are. We do it, we do it effortlessly already. And, and so for me, it has been really taking the time to tap into who I am. How am I really feeling? What is really going on here? Doing myself care. Making sure that I'm communicating that at this time my cup is empty. Therefore, please hold until cup is full before I can run it over to you. Mm. Because I will, but right now I can't. Mm. And um, that's what it means for me to be a woman. And because it is a great burden, right? And we're supported by, by men, we're supported by children, we're supported by the community. And those are all great roles, right? Those are all great labels and all great roles. If as women, we cannot check in with ourselves and take care of ourselves, it crumbles and we can see that. So that that is what it means to be a woman too. That is so powerful. You really touched on a lot of necessary points that all women need to hear. And I wanted to definitely highlight specifically the area where you said being able to articulate when 
your glass is empty. Even though people may expect you to still pour in their cup. And letting them know that you need the time because you want to pour, but you got to have something in the glass to pour. Right? And as women, you know, we're not superheroes. We try to be, <laughs> but we're not. We're absolutely not. And it's important to know that at the end of the day, it takes wisdom. It takes wisdom to deviate you from the distractions of what puts you back in that depressive state or puts you back in that place where you identify yourself when really you're labeling yourself, right? And you're you're misusing proper dialogue to poison your seed versus watering your seed so your harvest can flourish. So I appreciate you sharing that because it's extremely important as women, God gave us the authority to bring life in this world. Of course, we can't do it by ourselves, but we have to be able to learn how to bear that seed, right? Like a harvest, no matter what happens. So it's important as women to know that there's a difference between power and authority, but the authority that God uses us to operate in has to stem in the foundation of wisdom. So if we could close out this segment, I have one final question for you. If you were to use the word wisdom and you have one single statement, how would you use the word wisdom? Um, wisdom has no age. Mm. And wisdom is wisdom comes from the words God. Wisdom comes to you as the words from God. Mm. Hmm. Now you see why there's power in the wisdom that a woman can be able to use to identify. And as humans, people, especially women, when we understand these things, the world will be a better place. So with that being said, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you, my sister, for coming on this platform and just blessing us with your wisdom and just powerful words. Um, if you have um, any place that you want anyone to reach you on social media, please let us know. Um, you can just go to uh, smartvideogirl.com and you can get all my information. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. Once again, my name is Edith, aka The Lady E. And thank you so much for joining us on The Lady E Effect podcast. And we will see you next time. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>